BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is the Pulse of St. Louis. This week on the Pulse of St. Louis. A lot of people were afraid of losing their jobs. And what did they do? They stole. Theft and cyber attacks. We hear from a leading expert and the FBI St. Louis special agent in charge on a free upcoming event on cybersecurity. A University City business is selected as the 2023 Independent Bookstore of the Year. How it's revolutionizing the book industry when it comes to children's literature. Yeah, I went to went to the White House. Uh, <laughs> it's still it's still surreal to say that. An opportunity of a lifetime for this local attorney. An invitation to the White House, and it has nothing to do with a court case or politics. Welcome to the Pulse of St. Louis. I'm Jasmine Huda. Cyber crimes are growing at an alarming rate, and you might be surprised to hear that a significant number of the victims are small businesses. Well, there's a free upcoming event that will give you the ins and outs of protecting yourself from cyber attacks. Joining us, we have a great panel. The head of the FBI St. Louis, special agent in charge, Jay Greenberg. Thanks for being here. Jasmine, thanks for having us. Also, uh, cybersecurity expert Gary Chan. And Gary, you've led some of these webinars, so it's nice to have you in studio. Thank you for having me. And finally, we have Fred Thal. Fred is a local business owner, and you were a recent viewer of the webinar, so I'm interested in hearing what you have to say about it. Glad you all can be here. Um, the FBI is the lead federal agency for investigating cyber attacks, so I'll start with you, Special Agent Greenberg. We're hearing that there is this wave of crime happening against small businesses. What can you tell us about what we know, who the targets are, and who's doing the attacks? Sure, Jasmine, thank you. So most of these actors we're finding, there are some located here in the U.S., but as our networks, our computer networks span across the globe and we're all connected, we're finding a number of foreign actors who are also attacking you know, our economy. And they're really looking to do two things. The first is they're looking to make a quick buck by locking down somebody's system in a ransomware attack where they lock that business owner out of their own system and then charge them a ransom to get that system back opened up for business or they're simply stealing the data and then figuring out who is the buyer they can reach in the global market to make the most money out of it. Interesting is we're talking about small businesses. I think most people would assume, Gary, that why would anyone want to go after me? I only have 10 employees. Uh, people might think, oh, it's Boeing or GE, but how easy is it to hit a small business? Well, think about it this way. If I have the opportunity to, you know, because a lot of these are automated attacks, to automatically go out and reach out thousands and thousands of small businesses, many of which don't have any cybersecurity defenses, and then steal a little bit of money from each of those, I mean, why wouldn't I do that? Um, versus going after one of the larger firms that you talked about. They have teams of specialists who are there trying to defend and so in many ways, it's actually easier to go after the small businesses. And since there are so many more of them, it's just easy pickings. One of those small businesses owned by Fred Thal. Tell us why you wanted to take part in this webinar. What were you hoping to get out of it? Well, I follow this stuff a lot. 
Uh, I've been involved in IT since, since before it was really fashionable, 50, 60 years or so. And um, always concerned about threats. And I, did, I really kind of took this course like I do periodically just to get caught up. What shocked me was how far it's come in the last couple of years because things that I would have never thought of were talked about and it's kind of like, whoa. And I thought it was pretty safe. So um, it, it was very valuable for me because I learned, that I learned things that just didn't even make my radar before. Yeah, and, and Gary, you talk about some of the assumptions that small business owners make in this webinar. What are some of the assumptions? We talked about one of them. I'm not going to be a target because, I, I, you know, they're going to go after the big fish. Um, what are some of the assumptions that um, small business owners might make? Yeah, a lot of small business owners assume that it's going to be very expensive uh, or that it's going to be very hard. And what we try to do is we try to share with folks during these webinars just how easy it can be and just how cheap it can also be done. Uh, and just raising the bar just a little bit actually will help cre uh, create a very safe space for a lot of businesses. Uh, Special Agent Greenberg, how costly can it be to a small business if you are hit? And you mentioned that these actors are operating overseas, which makes it a lot more complicated to go after them. Yes, uh, this is an incredibly costly attack. So whether it is locking down a system and then demanding a ransom to open it up, or whether it's stealing that company's competitive advantage in the market and undercutting them, we're talking about the potential loss of an entire business. Have you seen that happen in the St. Louis area or in other cities? We, we do tend to see uh, companies victimized to the limit of what they can pay. So in many cases, that does shut down. Uh, companies and in some cases there's an insider in the company who may be working with a group of actors or simply helping themselves. We have seen insiders that will simply steal everything a company has gained thereby uh, greatly reducing the value of that company or ultimately destroying it. And bringing up the point of an insider, uh, goodness you would hope that would never happen for your small business. Uh, Gary, you addressed this in the webinar. Uh, it's not just so much the um what's happening within the computer system, but you can have employees who are actually stealing from you. You talked about, I think, during COVID. You, uh, w tell us what was going on during that. Uh, actually, during COVID, uh, a lot of companies were laying off employees. And one of the things that we found was that there was a significant increase in the number of insiders. They would just take information. They would just take the data out of the organization. And they could be things like, say, customer lists. Uh, it, you know, that has value. Um, and or it could be proprietary data. And so companies were actually losing a tremendous amount of data because people were afraid of being fired. And so then they just went ahead and just took what they could just in case they were going to be fired. Special Agent Greenberg, are we seeing more of these cases? It's not, we're hearing about a wave across the United States. How is this possible? Why are we seeing more of it when it seems like we have the technology to protect against it? Well, it's technology. Every single technical advance is both an opportunity and a vulnerability. So as we increase our reliance on technology, we constantly have to be thinking about how we defend the gains we achieve by expanding with technology. Uh, you you're all have been part of this webinar. It's by the FBI Citizens Academy of St. Louis. Some people might have never heard of that. What, what is it? Sure. So the FBI St. Louis Citizens Academy Alumni Association Annually, we put on a program called the Citizens Academy. It, we invite in community, religious, business leaders, uh, influencers from across the region. Every one of our field offices does this program annually. 
And so we're very fortunate here to have an incredibly active chapter of our Citizens Academy Alumni Association. So these are the people who have gone through this training course with us. They've, we sort of demystify the FBI. They understand what we work on, how we work it, and where they can help. And we have a past president sitting right here, Gary Chan. You know, one of our top priorities is making further engagement in the cyber fight. And Gary being a cyber defense expert, uh, and also a Citizens Academy Alumni Association member and past president has agreed with the current uh, group of Academy alumni to you know, help us get this message out and reach a larger number of people. And that's really where these seminars have been coming in. And you have one coming up in June, June 15th. I think we have information that we can put up about all of the upcoming webinars. There's one June 15th in September, November, and uh, we've got the website up there. And this is free, is that right? Correct. It is free. That's great. What advice would you give to someone, Fred, for someone, you know, who might be kind of, eh, I don't really need this? Uh, my advice is absolutely get into it, learn it, uh, understand what's going on. Uh, like I said, we've, from a company standpoint, we've, you know, shown our employees things about phishing and things like that to try to stop them from opening emails that are problems. But as a company owner, uh, I'll, give, I'll give you one myself. I was thinking that since it was on Google, as a, a Google Drive, and storing my stuff there, that if I had one of these attacks they spoke of, I was safe, okay? Oh, well, from the webinar, I found out, guess what? Not only do they lock you out of your local data, they lock you out of your cloud data, too. I'm not safe, okay? And consequently, I'm now backing up my Google Drive periodically to a hard drive that I put in a safe to make sure that if we do get hit, I'm not thoroughly left out there. What other thing blew my mind completely, and I thought I was safe with, is two-factor authentication sending text messages to my phone. They talked about a thing called SIM swapping, which blew my mind that people can call the telephone company and get your phone transferred to theirs, and then they could receive the two-factor authentication. And it's kind of like, wow, how do you stay safe? Right. Right. And, 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 and Gary, I think a lot of people do assume, the I've got the cloud, I'm safe. That's not the case. That's right. It's not safe. You have to understand the different technology that you're using. And that's how uh, we, and depending upon what it is, there are different types of protection mechanisms that we need to put into place. Something interesting, and we can show this, uh, you give people a very basic understanding of 12 steps that they need to follow. And you can go from like 1 through 12. Can you explain kind of how you outline this? Because I thought it was very helpful. Sure. Uh, well, you can see it on the screen, and uh, so I'll just give you a very, a very high-level background. Uh, so I've been consulting with businesses for many, many years, uh, and what I found was uh, many small businesses didn't have the funds to really invest a lot of money and time into it. And so what I did was I put together the top 12 things that, generally speaking, small businesses were willing to invest in. And all of these things are incredibly low cost, things from um, you know, backing up the data to how they connect to the Wi-Fi. Uh, and uh, you know, I just sort of lay them out here, these 12 different steps, and we cover them in uh, more detail uh, in the webinars. My vision is not very good, but the first two things, um, tell us what the first two things people can do are. Sure, uh, the first two that are up on here uh, is first is to back up your data. Yes. Uh, so just uh, what, what Fred right was referring to. Exactly. Uh, and the second thing is just to know what your obligations are. A lot of businesses don't really know uh, what obligations they have to their employees or if you know to their uh, to their customers. Uh, what type of data they even need to protect, or if they, for example, collect payment cards that they need to 
uh, comply with the payment card industry, uh, data, uh, PCI DSS. Uh, and there are a bunch of things that companies should be doing and don't know that they should be doing. So that's, that's what number two is, is know what your obligations are. Got it. Real quick, special agent in charge, Greenberg, what should you do if you suspect that you have been the victim of a cyber security issue? Absolutely. So we want you to immediately report that to IC3.gov. That will help alert everybody in the federal government uh, who can provide support. We do not provide incident response, which is showing up and getting a company back online, but we do immediately engage from a victim services perspective and help determine, can we help you figure out who's behind the attack and what the options are right now? What we'd really like all business owners to take away from this segment tonight with you, Jasmine, is that every company owner should have a plan. What would happen if they come under a cyber attack? And we're asking that part of that plan is picking up the phone and calling your local FBI office or calling us at 1-800-CALL-FBI and making sure that you also make a report to IC3.gov, which will get all the wheels turning for bringing resources to your, to your job site. All right. Well, good information. We will be sure we put that on fox2now.com. Thank you so much, Special Agent in Charge Jay Greenberg. Gary Chan and Fred Thal. Appreciate it.